Tripper Stories. Yo, yo, slut club, holes far and fucking wide. Welcome back to another episode of Stripper Motherfucking Stories. It's changing every week. I mean, I'm going to stick with that one for now, but you never fucking know. Um, our numbers have like gone the fuck up this week. So thank you so much for listening and sticking with me. This week, we have a guest. So it's not fucking Cloho Han Solo again. God for fucking bid, save those holes. Um, we have Evie motherfucking Plum on the podcast from Clitterally the Best Podcast. Now, she has been one of my, one of the ladies I'm keeping an eye on at the moment because she loves a bit of sex ed. You know how much I'm into a bit of sex ed at the moment. So yeah, I've gone on the podcast talking all sluttery, all sensible shit, but basically... Keep those holes peeled for the end of the podcast because honestly, I think she might tell me one of the craziest strippers, stripperist stories, craziest stripper stories that I have ever heard ever on a podcast. So yeah, keep your fucking holes peeled for that one. But without further ado, I give to you Evie Plum from Clitorally the Best Podcast. I want to record. I'm on the recording. Okay. So, <laughs> fuck. Right. Uh. We're on the, we're recording. Okay. okay. I oh have God. fucking Evie motherfucking Plum here <laughs> today on Stripper Stories from Clitterally the Best Podcast. Hi, mate. Whoop, whoop. Hello. It feels so weird being on the other end. I'm confused. Hi. I'm scared. <laughs> don't be, don't be. We're all fucking encompassing warm hugs here. I feel like we've mm. literally been planning this for how long? <laughs> How long? It's been pretty embarrassing. Right. <laughs> I think we've both cancelled in each other about six times. At least. Yeah. At least. Like, should we just do it in the new year? Should we just do it next week? Should we just, Ugh. I think you actually clarified something that was really important. You're like, my mental capacity to talk to people at the moment is mm. zero. Right? I, I like, we, we arranged to do these podcasts and I'm just like... I can't be asked right now. And then I'm like, why am I forcing myself? This isn't, I'm not getting paid. This is meant to be a fun hobby. Like, if you chill. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been trying to spread them out a bit more now because I was like planning about three a week. I was like, what am I doing? That's three like <laughs> hours of talking. Mm. And like at the moment when you don't see anyone anyway, and like yes. the only it's a lot. Yeah. Like, and it's, yeah, it's new people. Like you've got to have, you, and you have to, you can't be fully chill when it's new people. You've got to like, kind of act normal-ish so it can be quite knackering <laughs> fucking hell that's the, that's the like ad, ad, advantage we have that we've already spoken quite a few times and we've been yeah. sending a lot of voice notes so babe I'm not a new person we can we can fucking have a snooze for all I fucking care yeah. on the podcast you know what I mean the snore I mean? does not matter so right let's carry on talking about what we were talking about a minute ago we were like mm-hmm. right have we broken the shit barrier let's talk oh, yeah. a little bit about you right not just your shit barrier. <laughs> Introduce to my listeners who the fuck you are, what the fuck you do, because I am absolutely in awe of uh, of you. So yeah, give us give us your deets. Oh well, I don't. Basically, in July, I well, I've always been into sex. I'm always an inappropriate one in a group. I just yeah. love making people feel uncomfortable because <laughs> they shouldn't be. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just love learning new things. Like I've always sex and sex wise anyway like trying to be like do new things like find everything about how everything works mm-hmm. and I've like had like the classic growing up where like I made loads of mistakes like I didn't wasn't respected by guys and I kind of was a bit yeah like a bit of a doormat and that kind of made me learn loads and I was like I'm just gonna 
draw like I like drawing um and I was like I'm not gonna be able to make money from it but then I was like I'm gonna draw what I learn because I'm not an expert yet I'm gonna start training in September um in sex therapy um so yeah I'll I'll know a bit more what I'm talking about by then but um, yeah I know drama but um for now I'm just I just google and then try and make it look pretty and it kind of just took off um I originally started the podcast with my friend Kaylee um who I met when I went traveling in Fiji and but unfortunately she had quite a lot of uni commitments on top of her work um so we just kind of went our separate ways not as friends but with the podcast um (laughs) but I thought yeah it it did take a bit of a toll on us as well I think I didn't realize all the planning and we didn't expect it to get big so it wasn't yeah but yeah it's just happened from there just draw trying to just fill the hole of corona and doing nothing with my life (laughs) right exactly so what is your day job like what like does that in like I don't know help you with your drawing like do you have a day job Mm. that kind of helps that out I would say it's definitely helped in terms of growing and stuff because I'm I do digital marketing in the day and like I run other people's social accounts and I do like google ads and stuff so I'd say that's definitely helped a lot but um yeah and I've been working from home since last January Wow. So when I'm, yeah, it's, in, well, I had like a, my boyfriend gets so fed up because all I, I feel like all I bang on about it is, but I had a car crash last January <gasps> and it was very dramatic. Like my dog was in the boot, she was injured and yeah, oh this, this lady just came around this like bend on this tiny country road. It was dark so she, and we had our lights on so she could see me from fucking ages away. Yeah. And she went around the corner super quick just smashed straight into me on my side of the road what the fuck like head on yeah and I I remember to be fair the first thing I thought when it happened I was like thank god that wasn't me like because basically everyone misses that corner and people have died on that corner so I always go really slow so luckily it wasn't as bad as it could have been wow but I did I like dislocated my arm like um <gasps> broke it in four places it oh. was grim oh you it's horrible oh my <laughs> and, um, god yeah oh but the worst part was, I remember I always tease my partner for this, is I was screaming, crying, like, oh my God, it's been a car crash. And I lost the dog. I lost my pip for like three hours and the police were like looking for her. They were they were great. They cared more about her than me, to be fair. Right. Which I love. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but my boss, he had a like Labrador fat thing that did, bless her, she does nothing. And she turned into this super sniffer dog and found her like five fields away in a wood. Well, how did she get out of the car? She just escaped. Well, basically, when it crashed, it was very dramatic and <gasps> all the airbags went off and I didn't realise they smoke. So I thought the car was on fire. So I was like, shit, shit, it's going to blow up. So I um, opened the, I kicked open the door because it was all smashed. It was like something from Casual. Oh my God. This is like, yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, and I like Woman Evie. Yeah, like get <laughs> and the out of the car. <laughs> I think I was just in shock and I just ran over and I was like, oh my God. And my dog, she's really well trained. So I never, I'm stupid. I never take a lead anywhere. Right. Because she'll just be by me. And um, she's a rescue. So she's very grateful, very well paid. Oh. But yeah. And she, so I didn't have a lead. So I was holding her by her collar and she freaked out when everyone started turning up and just started screaming. It was horrible. And just ran off. And she was waiting at the edge of the field for me. And but every time I got near her, because she was so terrified and didn't understand, like she probably yeah. thought I did So she wouldn't come near me and she just cried and then ran off. It was so sad. Oh and then, my God. Yeah, and then the pain kicked in. I was like, oh shit, I've hurt my arm. And I just got my other nostril pierced. 
And because of where I banged into the airbag, my nose stud went all the way through my nose. So, like, my whole face was covered in blood, so it looked so much worse than it was. A fucking septum <laughs> piercing. You fucking done it. Yeah. You kept that one open. Oh. Bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, in, like, the shock, I managed to push it, shove it back out. But then, oh, it was just so dramatic. Like, everyone started turning up. I, they called the ambulance and stuff. And this old man, like, really weird, creepy old man, I was sat in my boss's car in, like, pain and waiting for the ambulance. And he came over and he was like what's wrong with you and I was like well my car look at it and then he was like you need to move your arm and obviously when you've had an accident you're not meant to touch or any injury you're not meant to just move anyone around and he started grabbing my arm and waving (gasps) up and down and feeling it and I was like what are you doing and I just went into like rage mode I'm not a very aggressive person but I was just like what the fuck are you doing and my boss came over and was like fuck off <laughs> it's like so i was like please don't fight right now it's just oh what the fuck where did he come stress. from out of a bush just yeah. random. he just randomly came out of his car and started like and he was like i'm oh. first aid training i'm first aid training and then oh, I was like, fuck yeah, are you actually because you know you shouldn't move someone and then he just drove off what a yeah. car i was gonna say a c word but actually fucking yeah. see you next tuesday <laughs> oh yeah. my god so that was basically what your, your beginning of Corona was that? Yeah, sorry, yeah. So then what? I was stuck at home, working from home because I couldn't drive. And then the day my arm got better, so this is like May, April, whenever lockdown happened, the day I was going to drive back to the office, finally see people, the lockdown was announced. Oh my God. <laughs> that is such <laughs> bad timing. <laughs> I've literally been working from home since last January. Fuck <laughs> me, mate. Well, at least you're like doing something with your time though. Like you're not... This just... is my social interaction. <laughs> right. Like same. I haven't actually spoken to another person. Like I literally can't remember. Like, yeah, as in, like, this, like, face-to-face. Like, I don't mm. know, I don't remember the last time. Apart from my, mm. my like, guy I, with, I live with, but, like, yeah. that's it. Like, and my cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. my dog as well. And I got a lockdown hamster. Obviously, she won't just be lockdown hamster, but I got... Oh. I was like, I'm so... I need something to love before I end up, like, having a child just because I'm bored. Oh, literally. <laughs> like, shitting yourself, having a child, lockdown hamster. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a... Honestly, my... Boss was like, I don't know, like, what's worse, the fact that you're, like, 22 and you've got a hamster, like, or that you're... Like, <laughs> it's well-behaved. I've seen your posts on Instagram. Mm. Like, every hamster I've ever fucking had, it's bit me. It's, like... Same. It's biter. This, does this one yeah. bite? Well, this is the thing. I've always had them as a kid, and I was like, I'm never getting them again. They yeah, they're cunts. Yeah, I'm going to say cunt again. Yeah, see you next year. They are literally... This is a hamster-hating podcast. Literally. Nothing about sex. Well, actually, no, we'll talk about hamsters going up people's arseholes in a minute, because have you heard that story? Oh, God. I mean, I've heard, like, the Eminem lyric, like, gerbil in your ass, but... Oh! No, actually, apparently, quite a lot of celebrities used to put, um, like, clear tubes up their arseholes back in, like, the 80s and run hamsters up and down them. Apparently, it was, like, a sexual thing. Richard Gere oh was one of them. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I bet they Poor fucking hamster. bit. Can you imagine? Yeah. Hamster oh on your testes. God. That's horrendous. But yeah, tell, tell me about this hamster before oh. we carry on with all the slutty shit. Yeah, yeah. So she she just doesn't, she's never bitten me and I like pick her up. Like, I mean, I'm obviously nice to her, but like I do, like hamsters don't really like being hamsters. No, well, they don't like anyone. Yeah, but she lets me pick her up. She's never bitten me and she just sits there and like eats oh. pepper. <laughs> oh, I love her. The oh, thing is, so the they don't really last very long hamsters. So even if you get no. a good one, they they fucking die in like two years it's really annoying yeah and like the last six months they're like mate basically dead anyway because are they 
curl up in a ball and sleep for most oh, of it. That's yeah, what I remember of mine anyway. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Do you have one of those little balls that you rub it, like run it around the house? Yeah. Yeah. So cute, so cute. Right, let's fucking move on. Let's yeah, move on. right. <laughs> Literally the best podcast. Right, so where can people find you? Because I'm fucking obsessed with your Instagram, not just your podcast, your Instagram, because there's a lot Thank on you. there. The sex ed shit. I'm like, I actually didn't know that. Thank you, Evie Plum. Thank you, Evie <laughs> Plum. And all of the special diagrams and like, I, I'm obsessed. So tell us where you can, we can find you. Yeah, so it's just literally the best. And then Twitter, it's literally the B because... I don't know why you can't have Twitter names that long. Yeah. Right. Um, what else? Oh, the website I'm basically creating at the moment. Oh, I don't know when you're releasing this, but I probably still won't be done because it's taking me fucking forever. Right, right. But I'm trying to do like a hub where it's like information on STIs, contraception, like reproductive health, like all that. Just like kind of like a big glossary. But you just wait, what make all these websites yourself? <clears throat> yeah, so I have kind of taught myself in my spare time <laughs> sounds great that. when you don't go out because before my crash i was at the pub every single like fucking day or i was yeah. at my friend's house yeah uh every weekend i would be hung over or drunk somewhere yeah. yeah so i've just been and i have to be doing something so i've just been like yeah, yeah. mate <laughs> fucking done dada so when is this fucking um thing going to be finished so i can go on wow that's the thing it's well, taking me along yeah literally yeah like I didn't realize how much information and because I find everyone everyone's getting quite crit- critical at the moment I'm trying to put my face more at the front of it so people don't think I'm this brand that's like can just be a machine what do you mean like, are, are they criticizing this? your your like what you're putting out there then yeah like I'm getting a lot more hate um mainly just from twats that don't understand anything like lots of sex my sex versus gender post right it's just like men being like you're a fucking idiot like it's obviously only two sexes like you're a cunt I'm like okay where have you been living under a rock like literally pick up a book we learned it in GCC learning something yeah exactly fuck that but yeah and then they're like why haven't you done this yet why haven't you done that I'm like you do know it's just me on my own and I post every day like yeah I can't do any more than that chill so I'm a bit worried that yeah yeah so I'm a bit worried when I release it they're gonna be like why haven't you included this condition I'm sorry I'm doing my best but when I learn new things I am actually just learning them and I'm like oh I should probably tell someone about that so I think yeah I just want to put out there I'm not like this encyclopedia that knows loads I just google (laughs) yeah and if you fucking need to know anything extra there is a google Mm. available do you know what I mean it's like Mm. Evie Plum on her own she's gonna be like (laughs) the fucking Jesus of clitoris be like yes anyone want to know about the clitoris I am here so oh, love it. This is literally the best. Talk to me. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. So, what at the moment are you like focusing most on? So, I I've seen like and listened a lot to your podcast. It's mm-hmm. very very sex eddy. You said that you're going to kind of mm-hmm. go into more um, sex therapy. Sex. Is that what you just said? Yeah. So, sex and relationship therapy, which is a course right. that I'm going to do. It's like three years in total. It's pretty heavy. Wow. Um, and what do yeah, you get after then- that? So there'll be a placement uh, year where you go in with the lady that runs it and she'll give you clients and then they assess how well you're doing. And then eventually you can either work for the NHS um, or like a private practice or set up your own, um, which depending, they said that luckily because of my Instagram, most people find an issue with finding clients, but he said that because of your Instagram, you've you've already got that pool of clients potentially. So it should be pretty good. But there's only 600 odd 
sex therapies that like because obviously there's people that call themselves therapists and life coaches but they haven't actually got they've gone and got I don't know if you've seen peep show no that's what I was like oh well he he just get he prints out a um certificate and then he's suddenly a life coach or does like right. a day course right which there's a lot of people like that out there but this is the only so you're I'm registered with Cosrat or something which is basically like the national um like so you're legit basically right and um yeah oh, I've just lost my train of thought yeah so so right you're doing this course yes I'm doing this course is it a uni course um no so it's a like level something level nine or level eight which is like equivalent to a master's but it's a not a b-tech but it's a whatever I don't really know right okay so you just research but online <clears throat> you just like yeah I was it. recommended by someone who's on it at the moment and a lot of uh people that are already counsellors or people that are nurses or doctors do the course so there'll be a real range of people but they only let on like 18 or something in the year because it's all very like you've got to be well in yourself and you've got to really know yourself and what I didn't realize is when you're qualified you have to have a certain amount of therapy yourself to be able to practice yeah because obviously if you're if you're fucked in the head then you're not going to be very good at helping yeah no therapists are they have to have therapy like that's like Mm -hmm. one of the things and uh I think that's really really important because yeah how can you it's almost like one of those things they say on you know dating apps how can you Mm. ever love anyone until you love yourself it's like how Mm. could you ever tell anyone else how to you know, yeah. almost be sane if you're not completely there yourself. So they have to mm-hmm. keep checking in on you, I guess. Um, yeah, because when I did, yeah, when I did my like interview to see if I was suitable, yeah, they proper grill you about like your personal mental health and stuff, which is really good. Wow. But I was a bit like panicking, like, oh no, am I not going to be let on? Because like, I struggled a bit when I was younger, um, and I was like, oh, is that going to affect whether I get on the course or not? Mm. And she, he said, like, as long as... So then we were talking about my PTSD, which I've got from the crash, which is pretty right. shit. So I'm going through therapy for that at the moment. And he mm. said, I said that I felt fine now because I do feel a lot better. And he said, well, are you still going to go to therapy? And I said, yes. And he goes, if you'd said no, I wouldn't have let you on the course. Wow. So like, that's how... He goes, you've got to be proved that you're, like, helping yourself. Because obviously if you're denying yourself help, then it's a bit of a red flag for you to be helping others. So, it's, yeah, it's really, really thorough, which is good. You know what... For someone who's been in Corona and hasn't been going to the pub every fucking night, you've done a lot with your time, Bish. You know what I mean? You've done a lot this is what happens when I don't drink. Yes. <laughs> well, you're like, I mean, I'm I still so drink. Productive. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about what it's been like in Corona for you, living in your flat with your boyfriend. Like, mm. just, we were speaking about, like, you know, the, the, the poo situation. I was like, yeah. You know, the guy I'm with right now, we're not really on the, we don't really talk about that. Girls don't poo okay no, we don't no but you do I mean like, that's great <laughs> you were like yeah we've gotten over that now he showers I shit it's great mm. you can leave out of that book I feel so talk to me how's it been in mm. corona with your relationship and stuff well because I basically I lived at the bottom of my garden where my family live in like an annex thing it's a weird oh. setup all right grandma yeah. all right yeah <laughs> I live in a grand I used to live in granny annex yeah and then my parents moved and I was going to move out finally be an adult and then um corona and then they moved and then they got this house that has a ridiculous amount of land and it's got like a separate mini house like ages away from the house great so we rent we rent that off them but I couldn't afford the rent on my own because it's a lot bigger than a granny annex and um so I was like do you want to move in and we'd only been going out a year 
uh, this was three months ago, four months wow, ago. Wow, okay. Yeah, so it's quite a big thing. And I've been with people longer than that. And I still didn't feel ready to move in. But I kind of just thought, fuck it. Yeah. And it's actually been okay. Like, I mean, we had a bit of a squabble about like cleaning and shit. And I feel like an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm like, oh my God, are we actually having these arguments already? I was, I was a yeah. bit like, no. Oh We've God. gone out of the honeymoon to, like, 40-year-old and married. Like, who's bought like, the no. bleach? Who's bought yeah. the bleach? Who's shit in the shower? Someone shit in the shower. Yeah, literally. We've been having like, Washing up there's been there for days. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm turning into this old lady. But, no, it has been really nice because I was struggling a bit on my own. Why are you? I do feel for the people that... Because I really like my own company, which is also what I've been having to get used to, mm. is not being alone because he was working from home so he was just right behind me here working and then we were just together like 24 7 and I yeah. think even if it was like my friends or if it's anyone I get annoyed with them like yeah. I don't think you're meant to spend that much time with any human absolutely not I mean <laughs> people know at the moment like the therapist the therapists to go back to mm-hmm. therapy they are making a fucking bang bang dollar right now because everybody yeah. needs a therapy session just to even survive because you're either mm-hmm. not seeing anyone you're either you know you can't sexually, offload you can't offload onto anyone basically yeah. this is what I feel like this is me and you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but you mean Evie this therapy session was fantastic thank you very much you already started <laughs> already great sign me up no I mean it's yeah it's definitely a job that is gonna be booming for mm-hmm. a long time to come just because of either loneliness people aren't sexually getting you know satisfied um mm-hmm. you know, I guess it's a lot to do with um relationships too I mean to live yeah. in a rela- live in a relationship where it is literally sardines in a can that's not natural mm. and it's a new thing like because we wouldn't therapists wouldn't really give advice for that because it's not usually what would happen no so I do think it's like yeah yeah, yeah I am looking forward to when we have our own lives it's gonna be great oh <laughs> go back to that pub you're gonna be like do I go yes yes <laughs> yes motherfucker yes give me some alcohol that is out of a yeah. tap yeah right. although I do not miss the like measures because obviously when you're at home my measures are just like gins like that whereas when you go back and you get a sing on you're like what is this it's water <laughs> yeah <laughs> Literally, I, I, I mean my hangovers have been next level because of the pouring mm. the free pouring I'm like no I just forget yes. that I'm not in a yeah. bar and being like measured anymore literally Mm, and my body's not used to drinking as much so. right exactly i mean I know a, bit, a bit of a time bit of a time time so i will oh, yeah. not talk to you about your sex life because we're on oh, yeah. stripper motherfucker style rise so mm-hmm. how are you finding your sex life at the moment living in corona because i think a lot of people out there are finding it either is making or breaking mm. or it's just settling down how we i feel I honestly every day feel like a bit of a con man because i talk about sex all day and this is the least amount of sex I've ever had in my life. Like I'm usually like a rabbit. I'll mm. do it anywhere. Mm. Like I have some ridiculous stories when I was younger. Um, <gasps> I, think I, peaked, I think I peaked too early. <laughs> um, Fucking but... bitch. Right. We're going to talk about the stories in a minute. Just like yeah. put a little pin note in that. Go on. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember now. Um, but yeah, I just, it's been really difficult. I think it's because when you're with someone, it's hard to be, a. it's not that like I'm bored of the sex or that I'm not attracted to him anymore. It's just the fact that I think because we're together so long, it's hard to... I think the element of missing each other or getting excited because you haven't seen each other, that I think I've realised that plays a massive role in, um, yeah, Keeping wanting to have sex. So, yeah. yeah, it's been a pretty... Um, 
I mean, well, it's nice because we're not having it as often. So when then we do have it, it's nice. But yeah, I think it's just taken a bit of a back burner at the moment. I don't know about you. Feel you. Feel it. Well, I mean, I'm like a little nympho. I'm like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. almost like thinking to myself, like, having had sex in three days. What does that mean? I need to like. Yeah, ooh. yeah. This how is many, this is the thing I was struggling with. Right. How many days has it been? One, and I count, and I'm like. <gasps> It's been five days and I've seen the cock everywhere, but I've not sucked the cock. So what does that mean? Yeah. I don't like the cock anymore. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so I don't yeah. want it to get a bit like like spreadsheet. Like if I haven't had sex in like X amount of time, mm. you know, the pie chart isn't, you know, exactly how I want it. However, this it is, does, yeah. does go through my brain, right? This is what I've been doing for quite a while is I usually how I ruin relationships that overanalyze. Yeah. Or I've always had a much higher sex drive than them. Yeah. And, Same. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, they don't like me anymore. Or they're just like, oh my God, just fuck off. <laughs> yeah. How can you like my dick that much? I'm going to get massive ego over it. I'm like, no, it's yeah. more like if I don't have sex on a regular basis and I don't feel like they mm. want it as much as me, it's a bit like bummer, right? Yeah. You want yeah. it to be like slightly, at least 70, 30, not like 95, mm. 5%, which is basically yeah. like what it's ended up being sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like, give me the dick, give me the dick. And they're like, no, yeah. stop. Like, so It's bullshit when they make guys out to be like, these like sex crazy because it's no. it's literally girls it's the females especially when we're coming into our 20s i think guys peak when they're like in their 18 19 20 mm. 20s women peak when they're like late 20s 30s and we're like yeah. okay now i know what to do i know what works for me mm-hmm. i can have sex mm-hmm. properly whereas guys are like right been there done that all i have to do is go in and out and that's basically it so they're just like that's, that's the like, other thing yeah, yeah. fucking learn they don't need to make an effort to orgasm. Like, so they're, it's, yeah. Hmm. I have to say, I, like, there's only so much I can say because obviously this is my partner. I don't know about that. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> On a pub podcast. It's, it's but... a general, a general thing about all <laughs> yeah. men here and women, oh, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> I do feel, this is going to sound really egotistical, but like, I feel with a lot of partners, I've kind of got them up to scratch taught them that you know they need to take, pay attention to me and my clit and then kind of just sent them on their way and then they give Someone everyone else. else great sex yeah <laughs> this is what a lot of girls say they're like right my ex um so my best friend at the time she'd never had an orgasm or she had something like that or she struggled and the partner I was with I was like oh my god I'm gonna marry him we're in love forever da, da, da. And we had like insane sex and, but I got him there. Like originally he was that classic dad, like pump done. Did you come? Pump yeah, of course jump. I did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then anyway, like after like two and a half years, whatever we got, it was perfect. And then obviously we broke up and um, obviously the, the bre- I don't know if everyone does this. When you break up, you always sometimes go back for maybe a last shag and it's always out of the world, this world because you kind of hate each other. You kind of, you miss it. You know, it shouldn't be happening. That Yeah, that was pretty good. And then <laughs> the worst part was my best friend, she was also going for a breakup. And we did like the classic, we're making playlists together, like crying. We'd get drunk together and it was amazing. And she'd be like, he's so ugly. I was like, yeah, he's fucking ugly. Like, you know, just hating on them. <laughs> and then I, did, I went traveling. I came back and my friend came back from traveling. We hadn't seen, I hadn't seen him since I went away. So And he was at this coming home party for someone else. And I was stressing it out and I was going to stay at my mates. And she was like, it's fine. I'll stick by you. Like, cause he's a bit of a dick when we broke up. And then she was like, it's fine. It'll be fine. 
And we went to the party and then I was meant to stay around hers, but I got too upset by seeing him. So I got a lift home and I didn't stay around hers. And I came in the morning to pick up my stuff and <gasps> she wouldn't reply. And her dad, they live at the, above a pub and dad wouldn't reply. Like her dad was being overly nice to me, which he, obviously he's nice, but it was like a bit, oh, what? What's happened? And then I went to some like gig and uh, when it finished, I looked on my phone and this massive paragraph and she'd got with <laughs> And I tell you right now, a friendship breakup is so much worse than a guy breakup. Awful. Yeah. Oh, I literally don't even know what to say. It broke my heart. We, fucking... We yeah. Like, fair enough if he's your friend anyway, but we've been both getting over breakups together and... Is she okay oh. in the head? In it? Is she all right? And she was one of those lovely girls that you'd think she'd never, ever do it. So everyone, like, didn't really believe it. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, and my whole friendship group at the time never said a word to me and then didn't invite me to anything because she was there and it'd be awkward. And then they just pushed me out of the group. Girls <laughs> like, are wow. such cards. I know. Oh, what It was horrible. Fuck. Yeah. Oh I mean, they're now God. really happily together in love, which, you know, I'm... I'm they're together? I'm, I'm happy for them. But <laughs> Stop it. They're not together. Yeah, because oh. then she, she sent me a message saying, like, oh, I'm really sorry. It was just a drunken mistake. And I was really? like, hold on. I've made lots of drunken mistakes. I was ready to forgive her like the idiot I am. So I was basically said to her it was okay. And then she said to me, but I'm not going to not pursue it because, um, like, we really got on. And I was like, so you're going to end our friendship over one drunken night with, with a Guy. and My also <laughs> i'm sorry but there's lots of dick out there why do you have to yeah, reuse yeah. dick we you don't have that, right? recycling dick no yeah. thank you like oh even if mm. i was like that type of girl which i'm sure a lot of people have like made mistakes in their life whatever like i'm not here to slam mm-hmm. women's choices when they're drunk yeah <gasps> i've made mistakes but, fine but don't date a guy that your friend was dating like there's a lot of dick out there does he have a gold-plated dick we don't need to be sharing cock like Mm. it's always gonna make it awkward like chicks before dicks literally i can't i mean i've had this happen to me i'm gonna like give you a title story it makes me feel better (laughs) i was at uni and i thought this guy oh my god he had the gold-plated dick i was like oh he was hot (laughs) he had legs the size of my my body like he was a big fucking fit I still look at him and I might fit. Anyway, (laughs) so it was the same thing. I was at a party. He was Mm. there. Um, One of my girlfriends was there. I've been talking to her loads about how amazing he is. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was getting with his friend, right? Mm. So him, this guy I liked, the guy she's dating was there. We were two, both of us were both out with them, kind of like double date kind of Mm. thing. We're at this like big ravey party. I was like, I'm going to go home. Stupid, stupid. I went home. She stays there at the party with the two guys. I was like, right, well, he's probably just going to ring me later and come around to mine, the guy I liked. Mm. She's going to go off with him. I turned up at ballet class in the morning because, you know, (laughs) I went home because it was fucking 8am ballet. Turns up, she turns up. I'm like, how was the rest of your night? Oh my God, I've got so many bruises. I've got so many bruises all over me. I'm like, the rest Mm. of the ballet class is like, I was like, what happened last night then? And she was like, uh, and I could see it like flooding uh, over her face. And I was like, what happened? What happened? Like, and everybody else was like, shh, shh, shh. And like everyone knew something. And I was like, what's going on here? And I was just sat at the fucking oh ballet class. I was like, I should have gone home. 
She went back with the guy I liked and the guy she liked, had a fucking threesome. Oh my God. Even though she knew I really liked <sighs> this guy. And she was like, you know, guys will be guys. I'm like, what do you mean guys will be guys? You're meant to be my mate. Like I've spoken to you so many times about like, how much I really like this guy. And I was, I was seeing mm. us, you know, finally being in a relationship together. And he's telling me how much he liked me. Clearly Gosh. not. And I just, I was just like, I can't deal with this. She was like, it's just so much worse when it's your friend. Oh, like, bragging about the bruises. I'm like, hun, snow. God. It just made me really sad. So anyway, I lost two people in one in that. And it's sad. Uh, it's very, very it's sad. sad. Yeah. But equally, you know that if they could do that to you, it's a good job they didn't stick around any longer. Right. That's well, what I, I felt. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. God, you can't trust anyone. Dark, <laughs> dark fucking times. <laughs> Dark. Right, right, okay. Before we mm-hmm. fucking have to go, because I have to go to therapy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about your slutty times when you were younger. Before oh, before your hymen grew back. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally. Uh, what happened back in the back in the day, babes? I wanna I wanna know a, a bit more about you and your hymen. I was just I started off young. Yeah. Like Five. 13, 14. Yeah. <laughs> um, great. Yeah. That's <laughs> the first guy I went out with, um, he was like the year above, which obviously at the time is like, he may as well have been like 40 and I was like 20. Like, you know, year above is a big deal. Mm. And um, he was like a nympho. I know you shouldn't really use that word, but he was. And, I love it. I love yeah. the word. I'm just like... <laughs> and we couldn't, we couldn't have sex, obviously, in our houses because that was illegal with our parents and stuff you know they're not we didn't have cool parents right so we just took to outside and yeah just sex all the time in woods all the time that sounds <laughs> so corona like literally yeah, it's what people are doing now oh yeah classic there's, there's this oh this is one thing that is walk past i always drive past it and it's this field where you can clearly fucking see in that field and we would have sex in that field all the time and if you were driving the car you would see that <laughs> just when I was younger I just didn't fucking realize it's just so bad and I'm trying to think because there are some really bad stories but I think I've just blocked them out my head you just like gotta move on classic corona just, mm, just but last year I had sex in a jungle that was quite good a jungle yeah in Fiji on a random island isn't that like mosquito in your arsehole kind of vibe Do you know covered I mean? in mud like <laughs> We're talking like naked wrestling in mud. Oh. Yeah, like rolling out, rolling around. Fuck like, off. Oh, oh. yes. Love that. Oh my God. Like, okay, I think holiday sex on islands and like mm-hmm. in sea and like you're in the, in the sea or like yeah. on a kayak is just so much more hot than it is just yes. Like, like in the sea, it's so bad for you UTI wise, but oh my God. I love how you had to put that in. You're like, okay, yeah. so basically, don't do it, but do it. It's really fun. But do it. <laughs> yeah, literally. so sex on the beach, you get sand in there. Oh my God, forever. It's there forever. <laughs> Mate, literally, like, okay, so I've been dealing with this whole, everyone's talking about thrush and BV mm. and shit in Corona. No one can see a doctor. This thing is fucking yeah. going on forever. Poor mm. girls. Like, so yes, be safe. No sand. At least, at least during classic Corona, we can't be getting it. I mean... Unless you're washing too much. Mm. I preach about safe sex and I got really drunk on a beach in Fiji and had sex raw with a Fijian rugby player. Was it fit? (gasps) He was insane. Um, Tiny penis though, which was really sad. They always do. Why do rugby players have tiny penises? Yeah, it was really... 
really sad. It's my smallest one. But I ended up getting chlamydia on a UTI from that. So that's why you wrap your willy. Wrap that little willy. I mean, chlamydia is not the one. I've had it before. Oh my God. <gasps> I didn't even know I had it though. I had no, I was one of those like silent carriers. Oh, one of those really? assholes. Yeah. <laughs> but then the guy I was dating was like, it really burns when I pee. And he was, he was obviously not, he was mm. not, um, what's the word? We went, what do you call it now? I've forgotten because it's so corona. When you're like one-on-one, just what two people together and you decide that you're being, um, <sighs> when you're like, oh, we're, we're dating loads of people. And then we finally decide, we finally decide to be monogamous. But yeah, but like you just, you don't no. say monogamous. You say like, oh, we're being, um, exclusive, exclusive. Yeah. that word you know back in the day when we used to be exclusive <laughs> yes, yeah um and he wasn't being exclusive but neither was I and like so mm. we never really knew where the clap came from it was one of those like mysterious claps yeah. it's like <laughs> where's it and he, like he was blaming it on me I was blaming it on him uh. and it was just I was like silent carrier so I was like it could definitely not be me you could have got well I got it really fucking painful but I already had really bad UTIs so I thought it was just that mm. so then I went on for my 21st birthday I went to Copenhagen and obviously if you drink um like your UTI you're dehydrated your UTI goes worse yeah and then obviously that made my chlamydia worse so I woke mm. up on my 21st birthday and I'd had the test before I went out and they rang me up and we were in like hungover in a coffee shop oh. and she was like why is this a foreign number? And I was like, oh, I'm on holiday. It's my birthday today. And she was like, oh, well, you have chlamydia. <laughs> You're like, I'm 21 like, and I've got chlamydia. Oh, thanks. And I just went into the bathroom and cried. Because at the time, I was seeing my partner, but I'd also just slept with someone else, like, quite close. Um, sorry, Josh. <laughs> he knows this is fine. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, I don't even know who gave it to me. <laughs> So did you have to tell everybody? You were one of those people that was like, okay, by the way. Um, yeah. Did you? It was like, since I'd came back from traveling, I was like, it could be anyone like this guy since I've come back. I was like, oh, fucking I'd hell. gone into full on hoe phase as well. So. Oh, you know what? We've all been there. Do you know what I mean? We've mm. all been there. And Corona mm. oh, has really, has really stopped really those hoers. <laughs> mm. yeah. Literally. Reaping and hoeing is not happening anymore. No. Dark. Fucking. I felt this. I thought of this really outrageous story that I don't. Go even on, know. go on, one more, one more. Come on, I'm, like Evie. By the way, it's so bad though. Like, we have, no, no, no. Fucking tell me. We we <laughs> don't have enough time on this fucking podcast today. I'm having you back no. on like in 45 weeks when we finally decide to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll see you in 2025. I'll see you soon. Literally. I right, go. Last story. <laughs> this is going to incriminate me in some way, but we'll do it anyway. Um, you can use an so, anonymous anonymous name if you want. Oh, that doesn't make it any better. It's what okay. is bad. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, this when I was probably like 16 and I remember okay. I was with the same guy and he was incessant like we'd have sex probably like six times every time we saw each other oh. like it was in, like to the point where I was red raw oh. and I think beep beep motherfucking beep we're beeping this bit out beep no this is like van <laughs> you can do it you can do it Go on, do it. Do it. You're halfway through now. You've got to do it. I actually hope no one listens to this now. No one will listen oh. to my podcast. I'm too small. Um, <coughs> if I share it, they will. Okay, right. Um, so they, um, we, I basically sucked him off. Another fucking BB. Stop it! Where? In the woods again? So, no, so like the van is like three seats, like three rows. So it's almost like a minibus. 
and we were in the booth. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa. So you were actually in the same car as motherfucker bitch and you sucked the guy off in the booth. <gasps> oh, this might How be the worst fucking story I've ever heard in my life. Isn't it? And I would ne- like... I was, I don't know what was going through my head because I would never, ever fucking do that in a million years. It's because you're young. Honestly, what is it about when you're young? Like, you'll literally do anything. Like, there's so many stories like that that I have where We're I, just risk takers. We're yeah, fucking like, risk takers. So that's why I think now I'm just like, oh. I just, mm, Been there, done that, hun. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Unless I'm gonna get caught, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, or it's in a woods where people can see in the daytime. <laughs> oh my god, so mate. Do- this is so bad. Honestly, I don't think I should have shared that. <laughs> well, you fuck it out there, and no one's gonna find oh. out. It's just oh. that I think that might be the worst story I've ever heard. No, mm, no, it's not the worst story I ever had. To be fair, I've heard a fucking lot of stories. That's up there, though. That is fucking yeah, up there. I think I might have worse. To be fair, but I just right. can't remember right now. Why am I not having you on here for about forty-five hours? This I is know. so annoying. Right, I may okay. have to get. Oh, I may have to get you to bleep that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, I'll be I'm just seeing it. I so, and if I grow or something, and then like someone's like, "You said this in this podcast on this year," and then my dad finds out. Can you imagine? Amy Plum! <laughs> no. Okay, we'll, we'll bleep a few bits out. We'll have, yeah. we'll be, I'll, I'll bleep a few bits out fine. and I'll send it to you. It'll be fine. fine. Yeah. Right, Tell me Amy Plum, I right. fucking love you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I love you too. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we finally did it. We'll do it again. Yes, yes, we'll do it again soon. Guys, check yes. her out. It's really the best podcast. Thank you. Amy fucking Juicy Plum on Instagram. <laughs> yes! Thank you. Thank Until you, next mate. Time. So that is the end other podcast i hope you really really enjoyed um my little interview with evie motherfucking plum the beeping out at the end guys of that story i mean at a later date she was like this cannot be out there it's too fucking dark and especially it i mean it is fucking dark so i will leave your minds wondering as to what that could have possibly been in the back of that car okay have a little think have a little motherfucking think And I will see you, Holes, later on this week for another fucking episode. But until that time, I mean, we could almost send some guessing games through to the podcast email, podcastatstripperstories.com, or send me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean a lot to me and my Holes. But until next time, bye, Holes, bye. Bye.